Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We made this. podcast on the We Made This podcast network. I'm your regular host, Ben Greenland, here to discuss one of the latest releases from Big Finish Productions, the 11th Doctor Chronicles, All of Time and Space. So, the Doctor Chronicles is a range that's been going since 2017, originating as an impressionist, Nicholas Briggs for the 9th Doctor, Jacob Dubman for 10, 11 and 12, narrating and starring as the Doctor in four stories set during a Doctor's era. There would also be one guest cast member from that era in two of the stories. Then, in 2021, the range moved to full cast, with Jacob Dudman taking up the reins just playing the Doctor, 11 or 12 with a complete cast and normal scripts, as you'd expect to find in the monthly range, for example. So, Jacob Dudman has been playing the 11th Doctor now, on Big Finish, since the release of that initial 11th Doctor set in August 2018. He recently announced he is to step down from the role, and so, Big Finish are giving him a four-box set series with a new companion, Valerie Lockwood, played by Safia Ingar, and, yeah, first set, Geronimo, came out last year in October, and here we have the second set. So, without further ado, let's get into it. The beginning of the synopsis reads as follows. There's a story told throughout the universe, from the dawn of history to its dying days. You'll find someone telling it. The story of the Traveller in the Blue Box the story of the Doctor. No one knows the power of stories more than the Doctor, who has been in so many. But for Valerie, this is all new. She's about to learn how a story can save a life, forge a civilization, or even rewrite reality itself. So, the opening episode, All of Time and Space, by Ellery Quest, in quotation marks, in reality written by Tim Foley. As concepts for shows go, it's a good one and adventurer and his friend travelling through all of time and space, righting wrongs and defending those who can't defend themselves. Yet, as its creator is about to discover, there are those who'd rather this show never existed. What's so dangerous about Doctor Who? So, this opening instalment is brilliant. I'm always a sucker for 
experimental big finish. Think back to their early days, the Skirtsos and the Zagreuses. And to see them doing this with my favourite Doctor is an utter delight. Once the story details were released for this set, I was hooked immediately, not that I wasn't already. And yeah, this script lives up to its expectation. So without really going into spoilers, the story follows Ellery Quest as the Doctor and Valerie try to help him escape from, from multiple versions of Mr. Darling, who wishes to see him dead. There's an explanation as to how the previous set's cliffhanger resolved itself. It also, conveniently, leads into the Galois group, the 11th Doctor and Valerie story in, the sa- in February's same month's Short Trips box, written by Felicia Barker, that story was. Another great one. Jacob Dudman and Safir Ingar are, are as on point as ever, especially having to play the voices through some slightly different mediums, like puppets, in fact. Yeah, if you weren't hooked already, they'll get you hooked. Mr. Punch, 11th Doctor. Weird recurring theme, actually. Time of the Doctor, the comic, Forever Dreaming. Anyway, there's an emotional core at the centre of this story. Ellery's core. And as you usually expect these days, it's the companion who really takes time to help delve into that while the Doctor's doing his own thing. Not quite realising the effect it's having on... The regular human being, really. It's a action-packed story. Bit technobabbly in the middle, you will need to pay attention to that. And a bit of a sad end, to be honest. But it's a great listen, and one I am sure all fans of the 11th Doctor are going to be enthralled by. After all, a Doctor Who story about Doctor Who as a show... I mean, it's been done, Remembrance of the Daleks confirms it as canonical, but this takes a spin on it that you perhaps wouldn't expect. The second episode, The Yearn, by Angus Dunnikin. The people of Medruth are under siege. Forced into underground bunkers, the Medruthians are desperate for a way to escape. When the Doctor and Valerie arrive, it seems like they finally got everything they wanted. Except, that's when the nightmares really begin. So, going into this, this was the story I dismissed most. After all, two really experimental sounding concepts, and then sandwiched in the middle, a uh, base under siege. I mean, I love base under sieges, but really? So, this is my favourite episode of the set. Can I pinpoint why? Yes and no. Once again, performances from the regulars, Stella, Safir Ingar, once again proving herself as possibly the best 11th Doctor companion, Dudman excelling as the Doctor, but there's even more of an emotional core to this story between Valerie and Roanna, played by Mia Tomlinson. There's almost, is there, isn't there a relationship swinging up between them, and it's, it really tugs on your heartstrings, really gives Valerie the emotional depth she doesn't need helps to round her out even more as a character. The idea behind the Yearn themselves are very intriguing, actually, and the Doctor's confrontation of the lead Yearn is a brilliant moment, and one that really just secures that this is a base under siege, but perhaps it isn't any ordinary one, or at least it's a base under siege done in a way that's a lot better than you might expect. After all, 
panther creatures killing people in underground bases? Sounds boring, right? No, it is not. Trust me. Listen to the Yearning is fantastic. And even, in my eyes, perhaps gives a little bit of a hint as to who it is that might be mysteriously cooling the TARDIS across this arc. The final episode in this set is Curiosity Shop by the ever-brilliant James Goss. Mr Foreman owns a junkyard. He doesn't get many visitors. In fact, all anyone ever seems interested in is Barbara. One woman informs Mr Foreman she knows the truth about Barbara, that she went on impossible adventures with a man called the Doctor. This woman, this Valerie, will do anything to be reunited with Barbara and the Doctor, even if it kills her. So straight away, a story that sounds a bit more left field. And that's where James Goss comes in speciality-wise, to be honest. There are so many brilliant ideas this man has, and I do find it a bit of a shame how he predominantly writes scripts that aren't Doctor Who as such. After all, lead producer of the Torchwood range, does a lot of the spin-offs, but when he writes a Doctor Who script, it's brilliant. In fact, he even wrote my favourite Doctor Who story of all time, as regular listeners to this podcast will be aware. This story is a little repetitive. You, There is definitely a... Okay, okay, well I see where this is going. Are we going to get there anytime soon? Luckily there is... There is a way that this story gives you almost a time frame for how far away you are from the end. A bit like last year's Torchwood story, Restricted Items Archive, where you could count down how close you were based on how far through the entries Yanto was getting. But Jacob Dudman excels here. Safi Engar is great, as usual, and you really feel for Valerie in this story. The performance is stunning, but Dudman, you've got to give so much credit. Without going into a slight spoiler now, so skip ahead a little bit if you don't want to hear that. The fact that Dudman manages to do impressions of the first, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, ninth and tenth Doctors while retaining the voice of the eleventh is so brilliant. Like, it's one thing to just do an impression of eleven, but to then do an impression of Eleven doing an impression of One while retaining the Eleven inflections in the back of the voice but keeping it so you can feel it's definitely Hartnell's incarnation. There is something so special about that and Dudman, honestly, he should be so proud of managing that. If he didn't get this story right, it probably wouldn't be that good. But Dudman really is the core of this story. And that final end... Very poignant in terms of what does it mean to be the Doctor. So, this set was released in February 2023, the 21st technically. It will be exclusively available to buy from the Big Finish website until 30th April 2023, and on general sale after this date. So, there we are. We have to wait now till December for more adventures of Eleven and Valerie. But as it stands, this dynamic is so good and so worthy. We don't have Matt Smith on Big Finish. Maybe we will soon. I'd like to hope so. And yet Jacob Dudman makes it feel like the 11th Doctor properly has a life on Big Finish Productions. These audio stories, it's more than an impression these days. It's a performance 
doing an impressionist voice and yet almost sounding more like Matt Smith than Matt Smith. It really is uncanny. As for Safia Ingar, just like last set, absolutely brilliant, truly, truly excelling. The dynamic between her and Dudman is so beautiful and I'm so glad a new Who Doctor can now have a new companion, much like Evelyn Smythe for the Sixth Doctor or Thomas Hector Schofield for the Seventh. I hope that once this arc is done, that won't be the end of Eleven and Valerie. Hell, if they get Matt Smith on board, why not try out Matt Smith and Safia Ingar if she doesn't have some loyalty to Dudman as her Eleventh Doctor, which I'd understand. So, additional recommendations. The previous Chronicle set, Dronimo, which is the beginning of Eleven and Valerie, probably say Eleventh Doctor Chronicles Volume 2, and for those perhaps more aching for a Capaldi mood, why not check out Time Jacked, the first and so far only full cast Twelfth Doctor Chronicles set, again starring Jacob Dudman as the Doctor. So, that's our latest Big Finish review. Please check out the TARDIS crew for more Big Finish reviews and monthly discussions on Doctor Who as we celebrate Russell T Davies' return and the 60th anniversary of the show this year. So thanks for listening, and remember, we are part of the We Made This podcast network. Please subscribe to the TARDIS crew and give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps bring new listeners to our podcast. Big Finish is not all we're discussing at the moment, so we'll give you a taste of what, of what else you might have missed on the network in just a moment. Until then, remember, somewhere there's danger, somewhere there's injustice, and somewhere else, the tea's getting cold. You know what's tricky sometimes? Picking who is going to win at the Oscars. You have to get yourself to a cinema to see all the movies, or at least have all the possible streaming services to make sure you don't miss a single one. You have to pay attention to all the precursor award shows to see who's winning so far. The Golden Globes, the BAFTAs, they're the pretty obvious ones. But don't forget the Critics' Choice Awards, or the SAGs, or the DGAs, or the PGAs, or the Eddies, or the Gothams, or the AFI Top 10, or the National Board of Review. Ugh, exhausting, right? Or you can just join me for Academy Watch on the We Made This Podcast Network. I'm the host, Bo Nicholson, and I've been reading the trends, keeping stats, and seeing as many movies as humanly possible, and I can tell you who the big players will be on the big night. Me and a different guest each week will also be dissecting one of the key movies each season, including giving out personal awards and diving into them thematically. Will everything everywhere all at once remain the frontrunner and win Best Picture? Or will a film seize the momentum late in the season to storm home, like Coda did last year? Time will tell, but what I do know is that as it happens, you'll hear it on Academy Watch, wherever you get your podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.